are listening to T-Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Engaging an exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is Tanya, or T-Mac, and I'm joined by the oh-so-handsome... <laughs> Cookie Monster. How you doing? I'm good, T-Mac. How's it going? Excellent. Yeah. So today we have a really interesting topic. Oh my gosh, I haven't done Christianese word in a long time. Anyway, irrelevant. Um, so we are joined by Tafazwa Mkoi, and um, we're tackling a very interesting topic on parenting. So we thought he would be, you know, our expert for the day. But we'll just get him to tell us a few things about himself and uh, his claim to fame. <laughs> Coach Taff. Well, hello, everybody. This is Coach Taff in the... Where are we? In the uh, building. In the, oh, in the building. <laughs> so it's pretty exciting. Uh, what's, my, what's my claim to fame? Hmm. Is I ain't afraid of anything. I'll just go whatever takes me there. I'll make sure that I take a, a huge amount of responsibility for whatever it is. And then, um, because there are no rules, there are no rules to becoming what you want. And you can change who you want to be anytime. So before we started this, I was just saying that uh, the brand Coach Taff is just under two years old. So it's super really? exciting. Hey, man, it's crazy. How crazy is that? So, I feel like I've been hearing about you for longer than that. Well, you see, that's, that's it. You can become whatever you want. Okay. So my, my claim to fame is exit your excuses. Um, no excuses at all. We do not want anybody to have any excuses. And so that has just basically built my brand to become a, a transformational speaker, yeah. uh, to become a, a life coach, a life executive coach. I am uh, also, uh, I've got so many titles. I'm an author. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm also a strategy f- a facilitator and trainer. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm in the um, uh, business of making my invoices using my voice. I like that. I like that. I like I noticed guy. you did not say motivational speaker. What's the difference between transformational and motivational? Well, motivation is basically, it's, it's more or less the same thing. But um, uh, when we look at motivation, I, 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 I like the argument that's out there in the market is to say motivation doesn't work because it's only meant to just heighten you. And then uh-huh. after a couple of days, you're, you're, it's all gone because it's external. Yeah. So when we're looking at uh, transformational speaker I'm saying that yes I'll use motivational techniques to help you transform your life we want you to move from point A to point B mm. what is the point of me coming there and telling you stuff without giving you what the strategy is to get to where you want to get to yeah. because ultimately you know the vision never changes but the strategy does yeah. so whatever you're going through I'm going to transform you from where you are to where you want to be so it's one thing to just motivate you i'm in the business of transforming people in actual fact i believe that i'm i'm, I'm created to activate people's potential nice absolutely in actual fact you know what i call myself uh-huh. i'll call myself a marketplace minister anointed to activate potential once you again can... you can call yourself whatever you want i do <laughs> right what should i call myself with something cool to call myself <laughs> yeah. no, coach Tab, this is really cool and you know one of the things i i, I like about you is um obviously you know your, your passion and um, the energy with which you do what you do. Um, and I've, I've heard you speak a couple of times. And uh, you're also a parent. Yes, I am. Yes. Four amazing children. Awesome. Uh, What's the breakdown? 18. Of, um, ages 18 and girl. Yeah. Uh, 18 boy. 18. 10 uh, uh, girl and uh, seven boys. So two boys, two girls. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the eldest is a girl. Eight, 
Yeah, she's turning 18 a day before my birthday. 18? So pretty cool. Yeah, man. You are very well poised for this discussion. Am I? I? Yes. Okay, very, let's see how, let's see how it goes. Very well poised. Okay. So, um, I don't know. Well, if you... well, well I could, could I keep saying 18? He's just afraid of getting old. Brady, you're... I'm just surprised because you actually look quite young. So, you know, I was just wondering. We're not going to... You... But it's not a problem. I'm turning 40 this year. Are you trying to do the math? <laughs> do the math. I'm like, do the I don't math. Know because in actual fact, I think this is important for for the discussion we're gonna have. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. If if I if I could tell people, yes, you need please. to to have children really quick, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so that you can grow with them. It's amazing the stuff that I know, man. Oh man. Uh huh. <laughs> so that you grow. I, with I feel them. like I live in like three I need different to, dimensions. I need to get on with it. <laughs> you need to, yeah, buddy. I think there's a few things. Need. <laughs> but she's gonna say yes first. Oh. <laughs> You get on with that. But you just said I can be whatever I want to be. We don't want you just. <laughs> I said uh, strategies. Sprinkling strategies. seeds Trans- everywhere. Transformational okay? speaker. Yeah. There we anyway, go. okay, so yeah. let's get into it. All right, Coach Jeff, first question. Did you watch the videos of those girls from that school? I watched the videos from the two videos. Yes, I won't name the school. Yeah. No, no, no problem. Yeah. I watched both of them, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your thoughts? My thoughts are very, uh, it was very insightful. Um, um, okay, and, and I'll explain. Uh-huh. It, it, um, uh, 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 you see, there's a concept called uh, monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. Our children are not reinventing the wheel; they're seeing what it, they're a reflection of what is happening in the society. Mm-hmm. Because at the stage that many of our children are, in actual fact, the reason why we're sending our children to school is to learn. They learned what they they were they were singing, exactly. Yeah, and 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 we've allowed it as a as a as a as a culture. So um, it was insightful because it has told me uh, where we are as a nation, mm. you know. And, and I'm not at all surprised. Yeah, that's that's the sad part because we all know that saying, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm. But then now in today's world today's Zimbabwe, mm. I feel like the village is almost broken down. The village itself is like in one direction and then the church is another direction. Like the village doesn't even know what to impart to the children to some extent, including maybe that, the schools and yeah. the community in general. Are we doing a good job of imparting the right sort of morals and the right sort of principles to our children? Well, I suppose, you know, given just the whole um, analogy of the village, if you think of the fact that the village is now expanded into all kinds of other things. Mm, the global village now. Instagram is part of that village. Yeah. And Facebook and all these other platforms. So it's crazy. But anyway, um, Coach Taff, what, what, what do you think of this? Um, just in terms of uh, what, what TMAC is talking about, that is it actually possible for kids today to go in a different direction, given all the influences that are coming in from from everywhere. So, so let's let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> when we say that it takes a village to raise a child, it's it's. I think people misunderstand that concept. I'm going to give you what I understand from it. Mm-hmm. In a village, village In actual fact, the fact that we say village, we're assuming that village is in is in Africa. All sorts of people. Right. And so when we say that it takes a village to raise a child, I think there's an assumption that that, that the village is good. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and and that's a serious misconception. Mm. 
is is to say that the, the the village with all its greatness its awesomeness the great things there are also certain vices that are in the village mm-hmm. that must be used to help teach our children and so i i i the question you're asking is 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 it still there that village does that village still exist mm-hmm. and my response there is 100% mm-hmm. it 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 would be unfair to say we don't have good people out there we've got amazing people we've got people who are principled who have who are driven by values who have pitched themselves at a place of growing other people who are selfless who are long-suffering all these things that that we know and we also have the direct opposite of those people now when when we look at um the the the, the village also has grown mm-hmm. which means that uh we are no longer we no longer have the capacity to hone in uh, and have a particular culture. Mm-hmm. Our children are now living in a multicultural environment, uh-huh. which means that what we see them do is really going to be an extension or, or picking up from different uh, cultures. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go back to the video. Uh-huh. Is the video anything peculiar? I, I don't think so. I didn't think so either. Because... We sang songs like that 28 years ago. Right? We sang songs that like that. I can, I can, I can, I can yeah. tell you the parents that are saying whatever they're saying, if they went to schools, they sang songs like that. Mm. The only difference is that we now get to know it more. Uh-huh. You know why? Because there's now social media. Yeah. And so what, what is it that is different from my time and the time of my children is that my children now need to be more careful about what they're doing and, and what they're recording and broadcasting. Uh-huh. Okay. Because the sin that is not that is concealed cannot be chastised. However, the sin that is that comes out, everybody's gonna go up up yeah. in arms as if we are all righteous and all of that. Right. But 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 am I am I saying that what they did was great? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, some of those lyrics were very disheartening for me uh, because you know what, what is happening with those children is that we are, we are beginning to create a mindset, mm-hmm. and and so the, the the lyrics that they were they were using is creating of a of a mindset. That in in five to ten years, I mean, let's assume those kids are in, in upper six or, or form four. Um, within the next two three years, those guys are going to go off and stay by themselves. You see, you are what you repeatedly say to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's this the power of self talk. Mm-hmm. And so, as they are saying those things, in actual fact, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And so, this this is who they are becoming, mm-hmm. and who they are becoming is dangerous in a, in, a, in a world where there is a whole lot of diseases, a whole lot of heartbreak break a whole lot of you know dysfunctional families yeah. they are very little people who will be able to support um them in terms of whether it's uh, them having offsprings them getting uh, sick um and and then there's a whole lot of um you know back in the day people would be able to conceal these things but now you'll be spoken of you'll be plastered all over the place yeah. it's, it, there's these higher levels of depression of stress because of the environment that they are living in. Uh-huh. I mean, the mere fact that this this went viral when they thought they were sharing it amongst friends mm. and, it, it, and the following morning, their mom is saying, come here, yeah. what is this? Yeah. It, it, it creates more, more stress yeah. um, uh, than, than we would have gone through. So that's what I think about, about this village. It's an amazing village uh, and, and there's a lot of work that we need to do. Mm. I, like, I like the practical 
um, the practicality that with, with which you're, you're talking about this, because the reality is that uh, we, we like to focus on, you know, the, the, when you think of a village, you're thinking of the good stuff, mm. The, mm. the aunties and the grannies mm. teaching the good moral values. Mm. Mm. But there's also the other aspect, which there's is, that same, you know, yeah. it's, it's like a whole mixture. Uh, which actually brings me to my next question, right? Mm. We're talking about the, the the village in the in the broader sense, but then there's the the home environment, mm. right? And Tina, I don't know if this, this is where you wanted to go, but I'm going to go there anyway. Uh, this means that the parenting dynamic changes also, does it? Because I'm saying if the village has grown, if um, kids are now able to adopt all these different cultural um, elements. At a much at a much faster rate and with the earlier on in a, and earlier on in life, mm. what what does that mean for parents as well? Does that mean that parent parenting has to adapt and you know change to I, fit what's going on? Are you asking difficult questions because I'm Coach Taff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> duh. <laughs> That's a very difficult question. <laughs> very difficult question. But but yeah. anyway, here's my view. Um, everybody's needs are informed. And so the question is that you ask is, do we change the way we parent? Absolutely. Because what you, you, you parent in possibly uh, just for is, I'm going to be very simplistic here in basically three ways. You parent number one, the way you were parented. Mm-hmm. Okay. You parent number two, the way you are, now that you were parented, now you're a parent, so you're going to parent the way with all the things that you've learned and known. Mm-hmm. However, you also parent based on the children's needs because uh-huh. they're unique beings. You're parenting a human being who is uh, ever-changing, who is, who is transforming, who's growing. And so it has to change because our, the needs of the child you are parenting mm-hmm. have, have, have been informed by the global village. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, like, like, like now I, I can tell you, when I was growing up, I was, I was chastised by my mom. I mean, I love that woman. But to see me studying and listening to the radio, man, oh man, <laughs> that would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. But I'm the guy who used to sneak and, and still listen to, to my Kenny G and, and listen to, to and, 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 and study because it would help me. Uh-huh. Now I'm a, I'm a little bit more... Uh, open-minded how, how was kenny g helping you just no, it, it would calm me down it, okay. it would close everything out and it helped because you know in actual fact there's a whole science around it okay so my daughter is now studying for her a levels at this coming third term and she uses music i'm not going to stop her right because she's more informed because they understand the power of rhythm and if they're using the same music all the time, it helps them remember. There's all sorts of things. Uh-huh. I just have to make you understand that certain songs do not work for study and certain songs will do for other things. I have to take the, through that dynamic. Right. So it means that I, I, I've had to transition across three, three generations in terms of, of, of parenting. And so the, the parenting for today is a different ballgame. But understand that what is key is that the needs of me being a parent, because I also have a need as a parent, a right. need to parent, is being informed by the global village. The need of my child, who That's is being parented by me, uh-huh. is being informed by the same social media, is being informed by going to school. We're taking our children, yes. and, and they're in a class of, okay, let's, let's be nice, in a class of 30, uh-huh. and, and, and their stream has got three classes, 90 in one, one stream. 
Okay, 90, if they're in high school, 90 times 6, that's 540 students. Man, th that is already informing all sorts of things. Motkariano drop kwa nayo, phone kutakura, lunch the holidays, where they are going, yeah. Yeah. what they're saying about their parents. In actual fact, what has begun to happen with me mm -hmm. and my child is that we, I, 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 my mom never dated me. I have to date my child. So right. that I can become more informed and better uh, parent them, right. and and so what what she's taught me uh, is is something that people need to now try out. It's called DMC, deep meaningful, meaningful conversations. conversations. Yeah. Man, I feel like I'm a cool dad. But on that note, how does a parent know that they are doing a good job at parenting? Because I think growing up. All our parents want to know is, okay, my child is not pregnant or impregnating anyone. They're getting good grades, so I must be doing a pretty good job at this parenting thing. But now, how do you actually know? Like you were saying, the parents who saw those kids in those videos were probably like, what? My kid was doing, mm. like, totally mm. caught mm. off guard completely. So mm. how do you actually gauge what are the fruits that you should really be looking for in your child to know that, okay, this parenting thing, I got it on lock, or I'm learning, but, you know, my kid is turning out okay. So, so the, the first thing is that um, you've got to satisfy your needs as a parent first. I mean, one need that I have is my kids to go to bed at 8 o'clock. Even if, the 18-year-old? Well, no, no, not the 18-year-old. Okay, because okay, she... <laughs> so she, I'd be like, she would I run away know. from home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for, for, for that one, my need is to, is to make sure that she's, she's, she's uh, uh, doing her studies uh -huh. and, and is pacing herself. So there are needs that I have. And most of these needs are to, is for me to have information are they doing well within the constructs of the value system that we've created in, in our family? So the first and most important thing is our values. Mm -hmm. And our values are going to be informed by our beliefs. Yeah. Okay. And so if, if I can see those being practiced, mm -hmm. then I'm happy. However, while we look at all the different aspects of the, of the child from, you know, their, their social being, their understanding of finances, uh, their relationships mm -hmm. um, and for my 18 year old now we have to discuss valentines in actual fact uh, she's got uh, a, a liver something yeah. and, oh, and yeah, I, i'm yeah, being yeah. told all sorts of things I've, I've got to have those discussions with her uh -huh. so so already there's a romantic element with an 18 year old man if i even dare say that to my mom but anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> um they, they they're issues to do with her studies yeah. her, her career her, her, her physical uh, side, you know, sports and all of that. So when we look at all of those, I have to have some information that tells me, okay, how is my child performing? So for me, it's often a performance issue based on our values or the dictates of whatever it is that she's supposed to be doing. That's a given. However, my child, I, I, I will never know what my child is doing, the day that child is born, I've, I, each day I'm losing responsibility. What I retain is my power to hold them to account. Whatever they do, it is their responsibility. However, our, what we have done is that over the years, we've still taken on the cultural aspect. It doesn't work like that. The reality is that these kids are 
uh, individuals, they have got, just like you and me, the right to choose whatever they want to choose. And and the best we can do is to train them. And unfortunately, they're going to make their own decisions. And now what do we then do? Number one, we've got to support them. They will always be your child. Okay. Number two, we should fearlessly hold them to account. They are not our friends. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the way I, I see it. But you know what? This kid, just like I did, mm-hmm. is going to make their own decisions. I, I, I don't understand why we want to control our children when we didn't want to be controlled ourselves. Okay, <laughs> let me not go there. This is, you know, this is actually quite, quite amazing that you're saying this, Coach, because um, I see a lot of parents, especially African parents, mm. uh, where... <clears throat> is this white African or black African? I just can't see the African. It's so good. Uh, you know, you, you hear speeches at weddings. Like mm. sometimes when I go to weddings, just mm. listening to the things that people say, mm. sometimes you're just like, do you know your child at all? Mm. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Like, what, what are you mm. saying? Yeah. Right. But there's always, and of course, you know, people are proud that someone has mm. done well. Mm. But one of the statements that I personally don't mm. like, mm. and it's usually used in reference to, to the girl. Mm. And mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, I get I what they're trying to say, no, right? But for me, I'm like, so seriously, guys, this is your child's, um wedding Mm -hmm. right is that (laughs) do you really need to say that in front and and you you know what i'm trying to say but i think that that kind of um ties in with what you're saying that parents um hold there's a certain degree of responsibility Mm -hmm. that they uh claim when Mm -hmm. um a child succeeds or when a Mm -hmm. child fails they they associate themselves Mm -hmm. directly with Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. so um, and I mean, I'm, I, I'm just wanting to, to emphasize that point that you brought yep. up, that the child is an individual, separate entity that's making their own decisions. Mm. And yeah, man, I, I wish some parents were listening to this. Well, tell you what, you know, what, what we do is, I'm going to reference the, the, the wedding. Most of these speeches are recycled. And some of us don't even know why we're recycling them uh-huh. because it's a culture. Yeah. And, so, and so we need to be careful about that. And, and what we are saying is that, unfortunately, we are all being diluted by the global village. And whether we're being diluted or we are, we are actually taking a new form, the fact of the matter is that we cannot be rigid anymore. We cannot um, be as structured as we thought we ought to be. And, and these kids, man, we just got to celebrate them. But there are other things that we must also look at which, which are important. Again, it goes back to those values. Mm. But more than anything, as parents, we have a responsibility. So take, for example, that video. Mm-hmm. In my, in my line of work, we call that uh, teachable moments. Mm-hmm. How many people have then taken that video and gone to their niece, to their little sister, to their children and say, hey, hey check out what happened to this school. So what do you think? Mm-hmm. But you see, what our fear is we're going to actually inform uh, them. To say, this is how other people are doing, so you are going to do the same. No, 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 no. By the way, just to let you know, parents, or if they're parents or uncles and aunts, is that by the time you got that on your video, it already circulated within the school system. Yeah, like way before. There are a whole lot of systems, mm-hmm. communication mm-hmm. systems that operate by that. Those, these girls and boys, they know who, 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 why they were singing like that, what the motivation was, <laughs> who they were trying to show off, why they were doing that. But, but we have a perception yeah. mm-hmm. to say, no, in actual fact, our children are, have, are now have got loose morals. And, and, and what that was, was, was a, was a work cry. Did you hear how they were going? Yeah. They, that was rehearsed. <laughs> it was rehearsed. They knew what they were doing. And did you yeah. see how, how each and every one of them knew what part they were supposed to play? Yeah. I mean, let's remove the negative lyrics. Pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pretty awesome. Right. Teamwork, I'll tell you. Yeah. Teamwork. 
uh, identification of roles and responsibility, uh, uh, some some sense of uh, of having a goal, and it was achieved. Flawless execution, man. <laughs> I mean, I literally have not looked at it like that. At Flawless all. execution, and so and so for me, again, I will, let's remove the 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 lyrics. I'll ask myself, man, where are the transferable skills? Mm. How can we transfer some of this amazing brilliance? Man, these kids can compose. We just have to change what they're composing. Yeah. But where is the transferable skill so that these kids can make more money, be able to take care of themselves and not use this to 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 kill their destiny, mm-hmm. to destroy their destiny, but yeah. use this to as a leverage, you know, and to go to the next place. I mean, I mean when we went when we went to war, I don't know about you youngsters, but when we went to war we used to sing. We used to sing. We used to sing the song. My Musandi Neondo Dinda Gazida. And you know that that song when when we were then going. You remember the song? And when we used to then go for soccer matches, would use that to motivate ourselves. Uh-huh. Okay. And so these kids understand motivation, man. Yeah. Okay, we're not going there, but it's okay. okay. I want to take you back to what you're saying about within the family structure having a belief system and. Um, principles that you live by as a family Mm. and your beliefs inform that. So what if your child does not want to subscribe to the same beliefs as you? Because we want to, I mean, obviously this is a Christian podcast, so I'm assuming we are referring to biblical principles and the like, but our children are now exposed to so much more. So they can just be like, Asha, I don't really want to do this Christian thing. How, how does a parent even deal with that? So, so here's the amazing thing. If a child, and, and I've had to, uh, I'm glad I'm here as Coach Taff, so, so nobody can come and, you know, uh, ask me to repent afterwards. If, if, if a child is born in my family, they have no choice in terms of the religion that they must believe in. Do you know that? Right. Because I'm going to force it down their throat. Think about it. Most of us were raised up as Christians because our parents were Christian. Did we, did we have a voice in that? And so when, when we eventually go out there and we find out whatever is out there mm-hmm. and make our own choices, I think the responsibility that we, we must have is to be able to go and seek an understanding as to why they've made those choices. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this is one thing that I have learned. Unfortunately. <laughs> and because of that, what you are going to do as a parent, you can excommunicate them. You can tell them you don't want to see them in their, in your home again. Yeah. That's all well and good. They'll always be your child. The best thing that you're going to do is to try and talk to them and understand why they're, 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 caring, they're doing what they're doing, why they're choosing a particular way of life. Uh-huh. And then you also have a responsibility to explain to them why you think that yours is the best alternative to what they are seeing. Uh-huh. And many parents don't want I to don't hear this. I don't think any parent ever. Really but that is the truth. Defends their faith. That to is their the. Child. By the way, just to let you know, our educational system is now a multi multi religion yeah. religious uh-huh. um, uh, curriculum. Mm-hmm. It it espouses that. Yeah. So 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 already we've got a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're being taught the very things that you don't want them to talk about. Exactly. But they're being taught in your absence, and you're paying a whole lot of money to get them uh, educated That's into those thing. things. So so man, I I think that. Where, where is the responsibility of the parent? Right. You've got to be deeply rooted in your belief system mm. such that when the opportunity comes where you've got to defend 
or you're going to uh, promote your religion that you have you have forced whether you like it or not you force it with on down your children uh-huh. that you force down your children and when they choose to rebel uh-huh. they you'll be able to defend it now let me tell you a few re- rebellions that have happened many churches in zimbabwe mm-hmm. are rebellious from the orthodox churches all these new high flying spider spitting uh fire breaking uh, churches are, <laughs> are all breakaway churches from the orthodox one mm-hmm. and so already you know we've got that tension already in families church already there's already some form, but you see Fortunately, we are rebelling within the confines of a set value system, set belief system, uh-huh. which is fine. What is coming next is that we're now going to go outside yeah. the very religion that you believe in. Right. And so you've got to be ready to say, you know what? The reason why I want you to stay within these confines mm-hmm. are because, number one, these are the benefits. Right. And I think that it is important to pass on that, that legacy. Uh-huh. And then you must then shut up and listen to what they are thinking okay. and help them. Because in life, what people forget is that we can learn and we can unlearn certain things. Oh. The responsibility yeah. of the new parent is to help our children unlearn the things that are being influenced by the global village. Wow, wow. this is so good, Coach Taff. Are you going to uh, pay me? This is so yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well um, you know, Coach Taff, Yes. just thinking about um, what, what you're saying there, um, this then places a responsibility on parents to actually know why they believe what they believe. Because, you know, I've, I've dealt with a lot of uh, just, you know, my friends that went overseas right. and we're all in scripture union together. Yeah. We used to serve God together in high yeah. school. Yeah. You know, and guys will tell you that, hey, I don't believe in that Christian stuff anymore. Yeah. Right. Mm. Guys will tell you that I've got a friend who was telling me that, hey, dude. Um, so he, he said to me, I'm, I'm, I'm exploring Buddhism at the moment. Mm. Right. And <clears throat> I've also had to come to terms with the fact that and as much as I'm surrounded by a Christian community in Zim, mm. my friends that are out there, I just they they you know they they're on a different trajectory, mm. and so I think even for parents, it's, it's probably even more so that you know you you've then got to know why why are you a Christian, mm. right? Why do you believe go what deep. you believe? You gotta go deep, you know. And um, are you able to present an argument mm. to your child? Because there's all kinds of things that mm. are battling for their attention, mm. right, and their headspace. Mm. Are you able to sit them down and say, you know what? Like you, like you rightly said, mm. we I, we believe this because of one, two, three, four. But ultimately, it's got to be their own faith that mm. that 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 they they practice. So I'm just saying. So parents actually need to so so, so know why they absolutely. Believe. So yeah. beyond that, I think the the the, the if yeah. I was going to um I, and we're not taught to do this, I'm I'm going to do it, and it's against the values of of coaching. The best way to parent now is possibly going to be a participatory kind of parenting. Mm-hmm. Where if your child, you just hear the inclination that this child is now going towards a Buddhism. You go there and you say, well, I've, I've heard this uh, story and, and I want to walk with you with this journey. So I have a better understanding. Mm. However, in our community mm-hmm. is to say, excommunicate, punish, uh, cut whatever, cut them off the wheel <laughs> and all of that stuff. And, 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 and what, what happens is that there's a resistance. Yeah. The best way is to be able to be a part of our children's lives. 
and then be able to take them through. And I'm, I'm saying this to myself, if just in case there's somebody else who's listening, I'm saying this to myself. I recognize it for myself. Yeah. Bearing in mind that the very Christian tenets that we're hoping that our children shall, shall uphold, they have had first, in actual fact, front row sitting, seeing you breaking every single commandment. Mm -hmm. They've seen you fail. <laughs> and true. so they know who That's you true. really are. Yeah. And so what they are probably doing is that they're rebelling against the principles that you're espousing outside and freely uh, demolishing in your own home. And, and in actual fact, what that requires, again, is, a, is an eyeball-to-eyeball -eyeball, uh, situation with your children and be able to say, you know what, as a parent, I'm a human being, I fail. We should be we should be willing to fail in front of our parents. Now here's an let's go back to that video. But just to let you know that these are the very parents who are driving them to their schools, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And they are cut and they say a few words to the person who cut them because of road rage. Mm -hmm. These are the same parents who are heard in the corner talking about other people and so forth. You are raising your children in that way. No wonder they are showing you who they really are. They are a reflection of who you are. Yo. Well. <laughs> I don't think that's what those parents wanted to hear at all. That's they probably me. wanted to blame the it truth. on the, the school, on the, the friends, yeah. on the ch anybody. But it is the truth. That's real. It is the truth. And, and you know what? Let's, let, let me do a quick calcul calculation. One, two, three, four, five. There are about seven or eight of those kids. Mm -hmm. Now, I can bet my bottom dollar that little mistake that they made is going to ruin the rest of their lives because of the parenting that is going to happen. Now, you're asking how my child is... Um, is 18 and I'm 40. And I'll say this because I'm aware that uh, many people want me to be politically correct. I shall be politically correct. Mm -hmm. It's because we got pregnant when we were in university, final year. And when, when, when we got pregnant, I went to my mom and I said, Mom, that girlfriend of mine that you've been hearing and I've been talking about, she's pregnant, Mom. And my mom says to <laughs> me, that smile so on your face. <laughs> and my mom says to me, so what would you like to do, son? Uh -huh. I said, Mom, I'd like to take take her in if, if it's okay. And, and, and we agreed. And, and that's why I've got this awesome res uh, um, honor and respect for my mom because it, it then changed the tra trajectory of my life. Right. She could have come there as a parent and said, never. I don't want or leave my, 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 my house right. or whatever. Yeah. Man, I've turned out okay. Yeah. Okay, I've turned out okay. Turned out pretty okay. I think so. I'm I'm only starting, by the way, just for the other people to know. <laughs> but but you see, it's because of how I was raised. Right. We are always raising our children. The way we are going to respond to them. I naturally, why am I saying that? It's been on radio. As they are driving, mm -hmm. they they had to put their faces down because they could hear it on the different radio stations, discussed in the car park, discussed at church, yeah. and they were right there. Some, mm -hmm. Certain people will recognize them. They got phone calls. They got WhatsApps. Mm -hmm. Those kids, if you're if we are not careful, have been damaged for life. Yeah. Right. What they only did was sing a song, which is a reflection of what is happening in our country. Yeah. What we need to do is to love those kids yeah. and allow them to grow. They are growing. You know, I, I wish I could just drop the mic right there. Right? <laughs> let's, let's drop it. Let's drop it, buddy. Let's drop it. Let's drop <laughs> it. Producer's like, you know how expensive <laughs> that mic is. Wow. You know, because um, just the, the, whole, the whole issue of love, I, I was discussing with a friend again about this. When, when I saw the video, to be honest, to be honest with you, mm. I, 
actually, I laughed and I kind of liked it, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but being yeah. honest, and why I did is that it reminded me of my PE days. Right. And some of the stuff that we used to do at PE. Man. And we're just thinking, you know what? The only yeah. thing is that we did not have smartphones yeah. and we did not have Facebook. But That's you right. know, we used to sing some pretty nasty stuff Man. and we enjoyed it too. Man. Right. But the, I thought... You just know, just, just, just a, a confession from a coach. <laughs> is that there are certain songs when, 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 when they play, I, I, I find myself singing certain lyrics that I have to check if my kids are around because of how, was, how what we used to do in high school. So uh-huh. it's, it's pretty normal. I, 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 look, and I still turned out okay. Yeah. Those kids, between you and me, those kids are going to be amazing. It, among those seven, eight kids, Dr. Shamarari, yeah. engineer. Yeah. One of those kids is going to fly me to Chicago in a couple of years' time. Man, did you just say that? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the point is that we've got to love on those kids. Yeah. Mm. We've got to allow them to grow. And we've got to... What a teachable moment. Mm. What is the teachable moment? Kids, we're now living in a digital age. The stuff that you post... Will have will be there for the rest of your life. Mm. It means that if people can recognize you when you go for a job interview, it may affect you. Yeah. I now want you to be more careful about what you post on the different social media platforms because it will last. Beyond that, my child, I want to help you understand that you will always have people say things to you and about you. This is how you deal with negativity. This is how you deal with failure. In this instance, I am not happy with what you have done because of one, two, three, four. I also am not incensed because you have brought some measure of mud slinging to this beautiful house that we've built in terms of our family brand. Mm -hmm. And a family brand is important. Mm -hmm. You are not an individual alone. You are representing your brother and sister. Mm -hmm. You're representing myself, your grandparents, the whole clan. And so you've, and beyond that, I'm sure this has gone to different countries. You're representing your nation. And so what, how do you become an ambassador? Yeah. My teachable moments. I'll tell you right now, my, my, I've given my, 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 my eldest daughter my car to go home with her brother. I'm going to catch a combi. That's, that's, that's the kind of kids we have. Right. Is, is, I've, I've driven cars. If, if they have to get home early so that they can drive, I can't have them sit outside and, and listen to this, uh, wait for this podcast. They've got their own lives. Right. I've got to give them some measure of responsibility. And so as we do that, understand that these children are our future. Yeah. When they get older, have you ever wondered why our families are becoming so dysfunctional and, dis, uh, and disconnected? It's because we remember what you did to me when I was younger. And these kids are making decisions. Because I can't wait to turn 18. I'm going to leave this house. I'm going to start my own life. And that's it. When they, uh, you think you're sending them to these expensive schools so that you can show off when you're in church, tell you what, they're going there and they're never coming back and you never taste their dime. And by the way, those businesses that you're creating, they don't care about those businesses. In actual fact, in the next couple of years, they won't be that necessary anyway. So it's not go there but the fact of the matter is that if it is the responsibility of the parents the responsibility of the family unit that was a global village here ultimately mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. We will need these kids. <laughs> Who invited this guy? <laughs> we need these kids. We need, we need to. We need. We need these kids, and, and the way that they're gonna love us is going to be on the basis of how much love they received. Yeah. And so, as Christians, we have we have a command to love these kids, no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. In actual fact, the very Lord Jesus Christ loved us, loves us. In the very, some people are actually listening to this and they are sinning, by the way, and and and, and then they are being self righteous. We've all sinned. We all deserve some measure of grace. Yeah. We all deserve some a, a ton of love, and when we get that love, it's going to change the way we are going to be. Mm. Nice. It's brilliant. It is. So now I just want to get to the practical side of things. Mm. Um, obviously, like you said, each child is different. As a last born. I really used to get frustrated with my parents because the rules for me were totally different than the rules for my elder sister and yeah. elder brother. Like yeah. I was like, what, what happened? Like, why mm. are you being so strict mm. on me versus mm. them? Mm. But if we do want to try to shield, is there even a point actually in shielding our kids from negative influences from media or if it's restricting the channels on TV that they watch, if it's putting parental log, is there even a point if they just have a smartphone and then they can access the stuff anyway? Or do you not give your child a phone? Like, how do you even come up with the practical side of protecting them as much as you can as a parent? It goes back to the simple issue of values. Uh, you know, your children must understand the things that you like and do not like, the things that you hold in high regard. And and and, and so I, I've, I've begun to notice how my eldest uh, is 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 now looking at certain movies and says to the younger ones, "Sorry, guys, we're going to change the channel because you can't watch that." And and, and and that's a whole different dynamic because that value has been is now embedded in that child, and she's passing it on to the other children. Mm-hmm. By the way, our children are also parenting. Our children are also parenting us. By the way, yeah. it's, it's such a complex relationship, and so ultimately, the practic- the practical elements are absolutely boundaries. I believe in boundaries. Mm-hmm. We have to set boundaries, and as as our children grow older, we've got to begin to entrust them. I mean, like I've said right now, I would never, a couple of years ago, allow my child to even touch my car keys. Those boundaries were important for her to understand the value of a vehicle. Right. But 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 now, though, I've I've had to relax those boundaries, and now they've turned and they're saying, you're going to be responsible for your life as well as your brother's life. And I'm going to trust you that you're going to take my car home safely. As a fact, it's no longer mine, but it's hers. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. But but again, let's create boundaries. Let us also create uh, these amazing monuments of trust mm-hmm. because those milestones, they will always remember. Yeah. Let us not also be afraid of punishing behaviors that we, we, we are not happy with. It's important to punish. While we are there, the opposite is true. Let us affirm amazing behavior. Let us tell our kids how amazing they are, how much we love them, how we trust them, how we think they are going to be amazing, that they can stand on our shoulders and become greater. Let us listen to their stories and let us learn from them. And so I think that is as practical as we can go, bearing in mind that child, just like you, has got freedom of choice. Yeah. So would you condone snooping? I know a lot of mothers do the snooping thing i mean back in the day like my mom would read my diary if i had a diary she'd go through my stuff she'd read my diary just to know like what's going on in my life 
Today, the equivalent would be going through my phone. So, so, so the amazing thing, again, we, when we started this uh, podcast, we were saying that there are different needs. Mm-hmm. That, that is your need to confirm whether your child is doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's got nothing to do with your child. It's got everything to do with you. Mm-hmm. So you're satisfying your own selfish need. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, if, if you, 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 your need has to be satisfied, then go and snoop. <laughs> it's because then maybe it's going to make you a better parent. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and just make sure that your child doesn't realize that you don't trust them. I have a rule in my house. It's okay. You can have your phone. I will have access to your phone whenever I want. So no passwords. Mm. Now, it has changed in recent weeks. I've realized my eldest has got a password on her phone. But now I have that password. Because the argument is that the reason why there's a password on my phone is because my, my siblings take my phone and they're putting their own apps and they're doing all sorts of things. So I have to put a password. Okay, sweetheart, what's your password? Mm. They are not our friends. They are our children. Mm-hmm. And we've got to set boundaries and we've got to be able to show them good. Hey, if I know, I could trust her. phone. However, because you're still my child and there's certain expectations that I have of you. The problem is that we don't communicate our expectations. We only communicate our disappointment to the expectations that we uncommunicated mm-hmm. that we violated. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Too much English for one, one no, podcast. No, like I totally got yeah, it. That's, that, Did that you get it? A lot of yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what us coaches do, you know? We, we just, you we just, just flex. We huh? just drop those. You those just flex. Absolutely. <laughs> man, oh man. What a well, program. Um, you know what? Just the, I think the last thing I personally want to ask is... Um, you, you, I think you, you've done, you've done a fantastic job. So, so, so let, let, me, let, me, let me let me just let me just let me just uh, catch you right there. Uh-huh. Did you hear what you said? What? You said uh, what I just wanna. I've 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 got this this friend of mine who will not allow me to say Ghana or Wana because they say it's it's American. You see, you've already been influenced, buddy. We we are a British colony. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 right there, it's 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 about the daily activities and habits. If we're gonna teach train up our children, it's about the daily activities. Yeah, and we've got to be there. Mm. Where many of us, unfortunately, have got demanding roles. Unfortunately, we've got tight deadlines and we don't get to see our children as much as we can. Yeah. And there's a simple answer. Dedicate one day, one day a week or even one day a, a, a fortnight or one day a month with mm. your children so that you can understand the way they speak culture, yeah. the way they behave culture. Ask them about their thoughts, culture. All of these things will inform how you're going to pray them. I mean, how you're going to parent them. So, yeah. Right, because we, we've spoken about the home, but mm. then there's also the aspect of the church. Mm. Um, what what role, um, in your view, does the church play in, um, in in the kids' lives and raising the kids as well? Because I know a lot of the, a lot of the work is being done at home, but you know we're encouraging our kids to go to church. We're encouraging our kids to be a part of uh, what we're doing in church. So they're part of that community. Um, does the church also have a responsibility directly, you know, to, to how the kids then um, turn out and how they're raised? I think that the, the challenge with the church is, is a lack of awareness. The church knows nothing about what is going on in the community. I'll tell you, my child, or my, or my, my two eldest children have refused to go for youth. You know why? Uh. Because the very youth leaders that have been appointed by the church mm. 
are the very people that they know have been singing songs. And so they look at them and they say, no way, I ain't going to allow you to pray anything on me or lay hands on me. It's the same story. We know what some pastors are doing and we don't go to them. We are not aware of the different communities in our community, yeah. the different societies, the in our, and yeah. the subsystems. Mm -hmm. So the church has to answer the subsystems. Uh -huh. What we have as a, as a church, for some strange reason, is an ideal. Mm -hmm. Yet in Jesus' time, he answered the subsystems of the time. And for some reason, we don't want to do the same. Mm. So I'm going to call out the church and say, you know what, church, we've got to understand the subsystems. Right. Bearing in mind that, Isusutese, this is my view, I ain't a pastor, mm -hmm. that we're living by grace. I say we are not answering the call. And that's why we're losing people in the church. We are irrelevant. The church has become irrelevant. Will this discussion have be, be, be done in church? Or the pastor is going to stand there and say, yeah, you parents, you don't know how to raise your children. Or maybe they're going to um, go on the parent's child and say, so today's uh, service is a youth service. And we want to talk about this social media that we are seeing you do. In actual fact, why are you bringing to church smartphones? You must bring a, a proper Bible. It's a sub. We're not, we are not yeah. relevant. We've got to be relevant. Yeah. But being relevant, I'm going to uh, answer that uh, person who's asking this question. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean we're going against the rules and regulations and the dictates and the tenets of, of the Bible. Right. The Bible is the inspired word of God. It doesn't change. However, the way we then, we, we, we communicate it, we address it, mm -hmm. has to change. Yeah. We've got to be relevant. It has to be according to our time. The fact that we mustn't kill has never changed. Yeah. The fact that we mustn't lie has never changed. Okay, but we are, we are, instead of creating opportunities to help our children not to lie, we are now just going there and saying, you must not lie and it ends there. No, no. Tell me in context, like you were saying to me just now, what, what is the practicality? Mm -hmm. Relevance has got to do with the practicality of the way our children are, are, are growing up. No, man, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. You good? I'm good. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready to have kids now. Are you ready to have kids? <laughs> so, so here's the amazing thing. I, I, I like that comment. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. My man, I'm, you mustn't give me a, a microphone. I love the microphone. Anyway, here we go. Um, we must also understand that as a Christian community, parenting is not for the biological parents on, only. We are a village. Uh-huh. For some reason, when you see somebody else's child, because you've got a vendetta that they're driving a nicer car than yours, you choose not to chastise that child is wrong. Okay? We, we are a village. Mm -hmm. Uncles, young brothers, bigger brothers, you should be parenting my child. When you see my child and you're like, excuse me, are you Coach Taft's son? Man, I don't think Coach Taft approves of this. But what we would rather do as a church now, this is my gossipers. Coach Taft, you also have a responsibility to help me with my child. And that is what is happening in our communities. One of my pastor, and here's a common one, one way my pastor man dururan. <laughs> oh, it's your fault yeah. because you know what? You allowed them to become dururan is because while the pastor was preaching on the pulpit, you were with them. Why did you allow them? It is also your responsibility. Let's go back to raising our children as a village. I That's like good. it. I feel That's like we can close this. I know, I know right? It's <laughs> <laughs> but another point though, Coach Taff, is my pastor as Right? What about the pastor? What, if, name, what name my pastor? No, no, no. If pastors <laughs> are portraying their kids to be these superhumans, these anointed men and women of God, mm. 
that 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 are above the law that mm. then obviously the congregation is going to have a hard time to now tell the pastor sangu to e because already kana mwana mfundisi ari ku portray as ji uindie so 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 the fault the fault is not with the pastors the fault is with the followers because you've allowed them to become demigods okay you the the the, the pastor will, will 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 ride on the platform that you've given them and indeed we should be able to go to the pastor and say iwe no no mwana wakaru mbawa what's going on but i didn't watch cotton pastor munu by the way everybody is anointed just some of us are anointed to be marketplace ministers some of them are pulpit ministers some of us are podcast ministers man we all anointed yeah yeah hey, come on yeah. man you like that yeah. one didn't you <laughs> <laughs> but but the the, 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 the point <laughs> the point is that everybody carries some measure of anointing yeah. but we cannot do it out by ourselves we need other people to help us take to the next level yeah. we have to go back to the village and indeed everybody it's a need for the pastor because uh-huh. i've got this brand i've got a need couldn't do it right it's all everything is 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 moving okay back to the dmcs that you mentioned oh man i like those um so so by the way they don't like them to be forced eh? yeah, it's, it's gonna it's, it's gonna kick in naturally that's so, 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 so so the one time i did this i said yeah. so so sweetie can we have a dmc he said, dad this is how you do it yeah and i said oh i'm sorry and somehow we got into the conversation i had no idea we'd got into a dmc mm-hmm. and as we got home she says now dad that's how you do it DMC. Yeah. all right uh-huh. dmc yeah so that basically that's what i was going to ask because mm. i'm all about the practical side because mm. i mean not everyone here who's listening has a teen or whatever but and you need to start that culture of having conversations and listening to your child from mm. when they're young so how how do you actually have a dmc or just okay. bring up conversations or difficult topics that you know your child doesn't want to talk to you about so so look at this we are having this podcast in this amazing building uh, and and because this is a conducive environment the first thing that you do is you've got to create a conducive environment mm. secondly you've entrusted me to come and speak my mind I, I trust our children to speak their mind and it's okay let them know that they're trusted that they are valued value your children and and then ask them to define what they're supposed to 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 do on that particular time so in my house I got four kids and and we rotate what we're going to do on our sunday dates mm-hmm. so everybody knows their turn is going to come and triwana manyika it's a process of ikusumana but you know that's that's just the way it should it, it should be is that let everybody have that that opportunity another thing is that let create routines and rituals in your family mm-hmm. that they can participate you won't believe this we have rituals of dancing in our family and it's not it's not something that is forced or or scheduled it's like when a particular song is 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 playing and we see one of our, our kids is 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 bopping to it and what's going to happen is somebody else is going to kick in and, and the whole clan is now in in that groove yeah. it's not going to be forced it's going to be you've, you've got to take you're going to grab opportunities i call it optimizing yeah. opportunities yeah. you've got to optimize you're going to be ready mm-hmm. to optimize in opportunity to have these dmcs because mm-hmm. after that you're going to say so what does this song really mean mm-hmm. man i know nigerian songs like at the back of my hand mm-hmm. because i've had dmcs right. it's going to be it's going to it's going to be relevant and also again you know what don't be afraid to go to your children and say you know what mm. like like right, right now I'm, 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 I'm going to say this is that uh just this this morning uh there was something that was needed and my kid says dad can you do this xyz i said hey guys i don't have the money um and 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 the response was amazing 
was that I thought those guys were going to pay you. What, 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 what is the problem? Mm. My children are aware of my financial challenges and it's okay. Be vulnerable. You right. cannot have a DMC if your children have not seen you being vulnerable. If you are the all-knowing, mm. almighty, mm. alpha and omega, you will <laughs> remain there. <laughs> yeah. There's only one, by the way, and he's truly all-knowing. Yeah. Right? And he's truly the alpha and the omega. That's awesome. I love it. Wow. Cool. I think we can wrap it up right here. Yeah, I think. I I think feel like, were I think you about we to ask that? I, yeah. I actually have not, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, I'll come to your house for dinner. How's about that? <clears throat> pretty cool. Yeah, you're gonna cook. <laughs> I bring, I bring pizza. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Nah, they'll, they'll like Uncle Kuda. <laughs> no, but you know what? I love, I love just the, the way, the way you, you, you spoke your heart and. The way you you just touched on all the different aspects, mm. I think that's that's awesome. And just you you're you're real. You know what I'm saying. No. And I think sometimes as as Christians we we lack that. We we're not real enough, and we act as though you know we're we're, we're always feeling anointed, and that the yeah. Lord is always moving, and yeah. amazing things are always happening. And yet that that's not the case. So thank you for sharing that. Well, the, the secret is that I no longer have a need to be right. I have uh -huh. a need to grow. I like it. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, coach, thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, much. Thank you really so yeah. much for yeah. coming through. And to all of you listening, if you have any other questions that you'd like us to pass on to coach Taff, you know what to do. The details will be on the end of this podcast. I'm T-Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.